G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. G'day and welcome to the podcast for today's Best of 2020. Matt Cheese is my name. And just a reminder, of course, if you want to hear the full program of 2020, you can hear that every weekday on Vision, just after the news in the West from 8, in Queensland from 10, and of course in the Eastern Summer States from 11am, and the Best of 2020 every weekend, Saturday mornings and Sunday evenings. Actually, all the details are in our program guide at vision.org.au. On today's podcast, we're highlighting a great program that the Australian Army is involved in. And when you think of an Army operation, you may envision troop carriers, you may envision soldiers in camouflage uniform or or something like that. Rarely do Army operations evoke images of tradies with power tools or musos rocking out on stage. But an operation in the Kimberley region of Western Australia a few months back had exactly that. The Australian Army's Aboriginal Community Program sees hundreds of soldiers posted to remote and disadvantaged areas to build roads and houses. But the program, known as ACAP, has been expanded this year with Army musicians sent from their base near Wagga Wagga in New South Wales to a remote corner of the Kimberley to make music. Well, on 2020 this week, I spoke to Major Peter Thomas, the music director and officer commanding of the Australian Army band Kapuka, and I asked him to explain a bit more about the program and how the Army Band came to be involved. The Army's Aboriginal Community Assistance Program has been running for 15 years. It's where, uh, for about six months of the year, members of the Army go out into an Indigenous community and they've been selected from um, Western Australia, Northern Territory, South Australia and Queensland. And in this particular instance, uh, it was just north of Broome. They send engineers out and they work on infrastructure within local communities. They discuss with the local elders what sort of infrastructure is required in their particular community. So they spend six months putting up community centres, building roads, putting in power and water and stuff like that so that the remote communities have a better quality of life. So that's one aspect of it. There's also a health aspect where they send out a health team to spend once again six months in the in the community to look after the health of the men and women and the children in the community and also their animals. So they send a veterinary team as well to make sure that any livestock they have is well looked after and healthy and also their pet, make sure that they're wormed and that they're healthy and desect. And the third part of the program is involving training where they train Indigenous people for employment, uh, for useful employment within their community. So in this particular instance this year, the training team involved training for outboard motor maintenance, um, large truck courses and, and stuff like that. And this year, for the first time, an Australian Army band was involved. The band went to mentor local musicians because, as you can appreciate, a lot of these communities have fantastic musical talent within the communities. So we as professional musicians went into this community north of Broome to mentor some of the local musicians, not only on their musical instruments, but also to train them a little bit about what the music industry is all about and how they can get a foot in the door. It's interesting because it sounds like, I guess it's a little known aspect of our Defence Forces in the fact that 
you know, when we hear about the defence forces, it's about uh, the campaigns, whether it be defending the country or peacekeeping operations. You don't often hear about the, the behind-the-scenes work, the, the variety of trades and professions that are within our military. It is, unfortunately, a very low-profile part of what the Australian Army contributes to the Australian community. And it has been running for 15 years. They've actually had 19 separate deployments, for want of a better word, uh, within the Aboriginal communities around Australia. So it has been a very successful program. But yes, it's not particularly well known, which is a bit of a shame. But the Army gets about and does its job and make valuable contributions to these communities. It's just the wider community is probably not aware of what we're doing. Now, you spoke as a, as a professional musician. You and uh, the other members of the Australian Army Band at Kapuka were involved in this program. What sort of uh, things were you able to actually give to this community? What, what ways were you able to impart some of your experience as musicians and, and professionals? Probably the best way of explaining it is musicians just love to get together and jam together. So regardless of your background, the best thing that we can offer is just to sit down and play with these musicians. Some of them are very good musicians, but they're not used to working with professional bands, so they don't always get the support from, from their communities that they would like to help them on their careers. So we're able to provide a rock band for them, and we, we uncovered some fantastic talent. So basically sitting down, playing music with them, that's, that's the best way that musicians know how to get on with each other, and yeah, that's probably the best thing we were able to do. We performed a couple of concerts for some of the school children up there, and they wouldn't have had a chance to see live music because they're in such a remote community, so it was fantastic for them to see live music performed by a professional band. And then finally we put on a concert for all the soldiers up there, but also for all, all the locals as well, and there was many hundreds in the audience that night, and they were able to see what we can do, but also what some of their very talented local musicians were able to do as well. What sort of a response do you usually get when uh, the army rolls into town, and not only have you got you know, mechanics and vets and, and healthcare workers, but you've also got these musos who get out and have a bit of a, a good time with other musos. I think there was a bit of a surprise there. As much from the other soldiers who were up there as from the locals, I think some of the soldiers were a bit surprised and wondering why there was an army band up there. But I think uh, once they saw how hard that the uh, musicians work, they appreciated the input that they were able to have. And it helped break down a few communication barriers as well uh, because the, the kids in particular love coming up and talking to the, the musicians and uh, listening to what we were able to do. And some of the mechanics and the, and the engineers maybe not had the same opportunity, so we were able to break down a few barriers with the music. Now, you mentioned that uh, yeah, this is the first time that the Army Band has been involved in this. Was it something that you approached with uh, sort of a little bit of trepidation, thinking, well, you know, what are we going to do? Or was it more of an excitement issue of, wow, yeah, this is a great opportunity for us to, to get out and, and see a different part of uh, the musical landscape of Australia? It was definitely the second. Um, where I was very excited and I've got a very enthusiastic young team here and they were, I think, very excited as well. A little bit of trepidation because they were away from the comforts of home for um, over five weeks, but generally excitement that we were able to get out and introduce ourselves to new audiences and also to learn from them as well. I mean, despite the fact we're professionals, we're still learning every day ourselves as well, so to learn from the local musicians was a fantastic opportunity for us as well. This is the Best of 2020 podcast and you've just been listening to Major Peter Thomas, the Music Director and Officer Commanding of the Australian Army Band at Kapuka. I was chatting to him about the band's recent involvement with the Army's Aboriginal Community Program. Well, as we explore more about this initiative, 
The Australian Army's Aboriginal Community Program every year sees hundreds of soldiers posted to remote and disadvantaged areas to build roads and houses. And for the first time this year, a group of bandies, as they are affectionately known in military circles, joined the mechanics, the carpenters and the healthcare professionals to assist in their own special way of providing training and development for remote communities. Musician Jade Slater is the lead vocalist for the Army band Kapuka, and she explained to me what they did there and what experiences the band took away from this deployment. And as we continue this podcast, we come in on the conversation as Jade tells me a little bit about how long their deployment to the Kimberley region was. They're about four weeks. We were up there. We left from uh, Kapuka and took a few days to travel up to Sydney and we stayed and did all the deployment training and uh, getting to know the communities before we went up there. What we couldn't, couldn't do pretty much just to get to know the area before we got up there. And then we went up there, took a good day to get up there. We went up there with our, our raft on a Hercules, which was pretty exciting for me, especially because I've never been on one before. Yeah, so four weeks and then spent the same amount of time sort of travelling home. I'm told they're a pretty noisy ride, those Hercules rides. Yeah, <laughs> they're very noisy. I was pretty lucky, though. I got chosen as one, um, one of the people to go up the front and sit with the pilots on the way up there. So I got to see all the surroundings and all the cool stuff that they, you know, got to see with the pilots. So it was fun. <laughs> so what was it like for you actually uh, going off on this particular journey? I mean, like, as a musician, it's not something that you would normally experience, is it, to be able to go and spend a, a huge block of time in a, in a remote community of Australia? Yeah, that's exactly right. It's not a very uh, likely occurrence that you'd find a, a rock band go up to northern Western Australia in such a remote part of the world, really. And, um, you know, for us to be there, for me personally, was really a big surprise. I wasn't what I expected it to be. I was a little bit apprehensive to get up there at first because, you know, uh, we didn't know any of these people. We weren't sure how we would be received. And uh, when we got up there and actually got to know some of these people, it was a lot better than what... Um, I first perceived and um, you know they really um, sort of took us in well and you know it wasn't so much as a band going up there it was sort of like a group of people sort of connecting with the community and that's how I guess we saw it as such so as the boss said we went up there and we broke down communication barriers with our music so for me as a bandy it was more getting out there, getting confident with myself to connect with these people. And, you know, sitting down and having a jolly old time, just playing music and singing with them and, you know, just getting up on stage and enjoying myself, doing what I love best with people who also love it. So that for me, you know, as a musician was probably the best aspect of it. Now, I guess one of the things about music is that it really is a universal language, isn't it? And it doesn't matter whether you can't speak the same language vocally or you come from entirely different cultures. I think once you start... Um, playing music, people respond. That's exactly right. And music to everyone really is an emotional connection and um, everyone can respond in their own way. And with these wonderful people up there, some of their stuff was so close to home and so about the community and traditional and, you know, close to their hearts. And it was really like tapping into some of their brains, really, when we heard them sing. And you could just hear that um, that emotion come through these songs and you just felt like you were being taken on a journey by some of these people and you wanted to be part of that. So, yeah. What was it like for you? What were you able to offer the community as a professional musician? You're the lead vocalist for the army band at Kapuka. What were some of the things that you were actually doing, Jade? Um, for me, I, as the lead vocalist, I really was sort of getting out there amongst 
uh, the people and chatting and getting to know some of these people and, you know, like getting kids up on stage to have a dance around, stuff that they wouldn't be able to do usually. And, you know, um, talking to people, really mentoring them on like stage presence even and how to talk to the audience and, you know, just getting up there and having a lot of confidence and having a lot of fun. And a lot of these people um, who we saw who were actually profound musicians already um, came up there and they already had a lot of that. So really it was just building on the love of performance and just getting out there and just having a lot of fun, engaging the audience in a positive way. And that's pretty much was my job up there. And, you know, that was probably one of the best jobs I had because I didn't have to go there and teach, um, you know, structure of music or anything like audio like that. So I got to go really deep into the heart of these people and like just connect on a personal level rather than such a um, like strict musical level, if, yeah, for want of a better term, I guess. <laughs> What were some of the other members of the Army Band doing? Were, were they involved in uh, workshopping, uh, mentoring? Yes, um, we all were involved in some aspect of the mentoring program. We, you know, we'd get up there, we'd teach them structure and form of music, you know, stuff so they can sit down, have a listen to a song and write a chord chart, um, you know, stuff like that. Do you know, basic counting of beats, stuff that these people would never really get because it's all theory and unless they knew what avenues they could travel down to get that sort of knowledge, they never would have known. So um, that's one aspect. We taught them basic theory of music and then other people taught them, um, like our guitarist taught forms of music and like basic chord structures and stuff like that. And, and then we had an audio lesson and a sound lesson. So learning how to uh, create a stage learning how to put uh, equipment up and um, how to put it into a desk and how to create level, like the correct level and stuff like that. So it was really not just teaching them how to play pretty much and how to engage with an audience. It was teaching them the whole aspect just so that we could further their careers really and, you know, get get them that little bit of extra knowledge so it pushes them that little bit further. And they're, they're only three hours away from Broome, these communities. So really it's not hard to grab a gig down there and, um, you know, just giving them that little bit of extra knowledge just makes them that much more employable. Jade, when you look at uh, what you were doing and, and the number of uh, different areas of music that you were covering, uh, what sort of reactions were you getting from the community members to the stuff that they were learning from you? Positive ones. I, I, we didn't get any negative feedback at all um, from the community and that actually was quite surprising. Like I said in the beginning, we weren't sure how we would be perceived up there. Some people were a little bit shy, that's a given. But once they got up there, you know, they were quite happy with us to get up on stage with them and just, you know, sort of rearrange their music a little bit, pump a little bit of jazz in there or like just chuck a saxophone solo somewhere in the middle of it. And they just loved it. They loved um, being able to mesh with a real band. And, you know, once the word got out that we were doing this and it wasn't so much just about us performing to them, it was them giving us a chance to perform with them and on their stuff. You know, it was more of a together workshop, I guess. I, I guess you could say it was togetherness workshop rather than, you know, just us and them. So we were perceived really well. And I guess the locals were really, really happy with us. And um, one of the projects that I personally organised was a vocal group. And um, it was very small, just a four-person vocal group. And, you know, we got along really, really well. And we performed at the end of the month at the concert there. And, um, you know, these people have never been part of a group that would be that cohesive before. So, you know, they, they took a lot away from that. And they, the person who was sort of the leader, Liz, she, you know, is hoping that they can continue having that vocal group to do community work 
from then on. Jade, what did you learn from them? I mean, like, it's always great to be able to impart some of your experience and impart some of the the um, professional development that you've had uh, throughout your time as a musician. But what did you get from the community? What did they? What were they able to give back to you? Um, I guess a better understanding of you know the heart of music. Like, like I said, you know, some of their stuff was really, really touching and really, really deep and emotional. And, you know, to, to sit there and listen sort of made me remember what music is all about. You know, it's, it's to touch the hearts of people and that's what it's there for. It's not just to sing and perform on stage and, you know, have a good old time. It's there to give people a sense of belief, really, because you want them to believe in everything that you're singing. And some of this stuff that they were singing was so, so deep and emotional that... Um, it's really brought home that that is what music is all about and they really kind of touched me in that way and some of the people up there had just so knowledgeable about, um, you know, that kind of, like the traditions of the land. We got we got taught some of the, you know, traditional aspects of life up there and just, you know, have that sort of different look on life that's so different comparative to ours was just, you know, such an eye-opening experience and I guess, Really, the life up there was something that I, you know, never really expected. So they taught me that it, you know, it is possible to accept new cultures, I guess, like that, um, and to open my eyes, really, to see a different part of the community and of Australia in general and just, um, you know, accept it, I guess, because it's completely different up there. And if you were ever able to travel up there, it's just an eye-opening experience and, you know, nothing will change my life like that. Again, I, I think. <laughs> Do you think you would have uh, had an opportunity to be part of this if you weren't uh, employed as a professional musician in the Australian Army? Not at all. I never would have gone up there. I didn't even know these communities existed, to be quite honest with you. Being a part of the Army has just, you know, opened my experiences up so widely. I'm just, I'm so thankful to be here because there's been no, no other time in my life that I've been given these opportunities. I never would have been anywhere like in Australia as much as I have been at being in the army. So, yeah, if I wasn't there, I wouldn't have been up there. And would you do it again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I would very much so like to do it again. It was a great experience. Um, now that we've got the first one over and done with, we've, we've got the floors you know, ironed out. We can sort of create a better program for the years to come. Well, it's uh, certainly an interesting idea, and I love the sound and the enthusiasm that uh, the members of the band ha- certainly seem to have for the idea, and it's great to be able to uh, let everyone else know what the Australian Army Band are up to. It's great, yeah. I hope, you know, uh, as Sir said, I hope that people sort of come to realise that this program is not just, you know, for the Army. You know, people need to learn about, you know, what we do here as, as an army and how we're helping these people in the communities, you know, because it, it's such a good program to have. And I, I myself never heard of it before I found out that I was being um, deployed up there. So, you know, if more people know about it, then, you know, these communities are going to be able to sustain what they have and, you know, people are going to be really supportive of what Army does. So I just hope that people open their eyes and, you know, sort of hear about it. And it's great that we're getting all these um, interviews and stuff like that just to get it out into public knowledge. Happy to help. <laughs> <laughs> no worries.
Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.